0: Hi, it's Larry here from Xbox. Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast, liking and subscribing and commenting and doing all that stuff that makes the algorithm make you end up here. Uh, joining us today in this, well, in their individual studios over on the left is Malik looking looking great as always. And, and the lovely Reverend and talented, Maryland. is that what you got there?
1: Yeah, it's a Maryland shirt. You see, whenever you and Kelly are on the pod, you all talk about New England and all these Boston and all these things. So I figured I'd come on the podcast and rep my, you know, I wasn't born in, wasn't born in Maryland, but I really resonate with Maryland. So I figured I'd come on and uh, wear my Maryland shirt. Being from Maryland is like a cult. You know, we take pride in our flag, which is really unique. But you're and not so, from Maryland. Yeah potato potato you know i, I don't
0: know
1: that's
2: how strong that's how strong their vibes are that they've recruited right. malik even though he wasn't born there I, he's gonna rep it as if it's his hometown
0: but but wh- why maryland well, why it. not new york or new jersey or you know oklahoma or florida i mean the list goes on and on
1: sure born in new york i was too young to really get the full new york experience and don't get me wrong i'm a Brooklyn boy from at, at heart right but maryland's where you know that
0: maryland made malik you know Brooklyn born, Maryland made. There you go. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast. We've got Maryland, uh, Maryland Malik over on the left, <laughs> and Providence Kelly over on the right, and Connecticut Larry in the center. Great to have you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Jeff is not here, obviously, and not, uh, Rebecca's out on assignment, as we like to say in the business. So we we brought in uh, we brought in another team. It's it's kind of like hockey, you know, where we just substitute people in all the time, and it's great to have you guys. But thank you for joining us.
2: Yeah, yeah thanks for thanks calling for in us in from the field
0: yeah. well no you weren't well yeah exactly but uh, kelly i want to talk to you because i was in the office yesterday and malik and i were talking so i don't want to ask malik what it was playing because i told him hey we're gonna you're gonna be on the show tomorrow you want to talk about what we're playing and he kind of had this like deer in the headlights i have, look. An, answer,
1: but I have an answer but we can go with kelly first. let's go let's go to
0: kelly right now kelly what, what are you playing this week and i think it's disney Dreamlight, if 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 memory serves correctly
2: um Joke's on you because I finished all of my tasks and have completed all of my things for the season. So while I still log in and like do my dailies, I'm not like grinding anything right now in Disney Dreamlight. Right. Um, But I will say I have gotten back. I have big news. Um, Tell me. I got married over the weekend. Um what? in stardew valley you did i have a great relationship with elliot and
0: he <laughs> i i, I feel like ta- if had you told me i would have had the the like the marriage fugue ready to play da, 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 yeah da, well we're ready.
2: registered we're registered at Pierre's general store if you want to buy us a um <laughs> post-party wedding gift and um yeah things are going really well Uh, but I, you're in the honeymoon phase. Let's be clear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started a new stardew save because I haven't really jumped in since they had a 1.5 update and they've added a bunch of new stuff. And so, um, yeah, I actually hurt my back last week. Like, and, uh, in the game
0: or now I don't know what's going on in the game or IRL.
2: (laughs) I know it's really hard to tell. Um, in real life, I hurt my back and so I was just laid out i was making my bed and i went to lift up my (laughs) duvet cover sorry i'm not laughing and i just like tweak something and i it hurt so bad and i was like okay it's gonna go away after a second but it just didn't so i was just laid out flat for two days straight like couldn't move and i played so much stardew valley um hence i
1: have a a (laughs) accelerated relationship Hopefully you're doing better, but Kelly, um, isn't yeah. life hard enough that you don't need to play games that mimic life. You know, I, you said you started with uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. you were like, I finished all my tasks. It sounded very, like I did all my chores. <laughs> very domestic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and then started Valley you got married. I feel like you're living three lives, Kelly. And I just want to yeah. make sure that you are able to <laughs> balance. Now, all why food. don't
0: you, why don't you go like get a lightsaber and go live the Jedi life or something <laughs> that's not related to real <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna say go get a life, just in general. <laughs> like, why don't you just live <laughs> outside of oh, simulating God. games? Um, yeah, no, I um, my own house is a mess. Like, I sat while well, like my laundry needed. That to doesn't be look like it, a mess. Like, you oh, gotta, I'm gonna you, farm. Have, you have a
0: lovely place there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we were talking about. Um, I'm gonna. We're get. You know what we should do? We should do that like room renovation thing where we kick Malik out for a weekend and I mean, we look just, at that. <laughs> Go to town and decorate his whole apartment. For
0: Are him. you being interrogated Ooh. as a hostage in that room? <laughs> I just, I just want to
1: say this. I'm a minimalist, y'all. Okay, so even if I wanted a beautifully designed, you know, place like Kelly, it just would just be too much. Okay, okay. I, I like to have
0: barren. Are you saying you know, I'm too much? Whatever. Is
1: that no? So I'm just back saying, up, back
0: up, here. Malik, back up, <laughs> Malik. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not my my creative direction, you know. All right. Well, uh, getting back to gaming, sure. uh, Kelly, what else are you playing in these crazy simulators?
2: Yeah, well, I am excited. The new season of Apex Legends dropped and I'm excited to jump back in because there's new Because the, You and they, Malik
0: go duos, right?
2: Uh, we yeah. haven't in a while. We yeah. have streamed together a few times, yeah. but Malik, you want to you want to jump into some matches later and uh, check it out?
1: well i jumped in last night I, that's that's what's gonna be my answer for for gaming but yes let's do it kelly let's uh we need to get some uh some victories in apex because that's what i've been playing some dubs you want to jump into it mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. the new season of apex legends as kelly just mentioned launched and you know me your, your boy with almost two thousand hours in apex legends had to jump back in i only played nine games of apex last season uh and this is coming from someone who has played more apex than anyone else i know and so that was really hard so i jumped back in last night with all the changes and got my butt handed to me yeah but it felt so good it was just so great and but is the muscle
0: reflexes coming back do you like the changes they've made
1: lots of changes i'll start with the new legend ballistic who has a really cool and interesting if you ever wanted to carry three weapons in the game this is your legend and he has an awesome alt that gives your teammates Faster run speed with the guns and with their guns equipped, uh, and also unlimited ammo and stuff like that. And it changes his third weapon to gold weapon. It's awesome. The map changes, awesome. Uh, new ranked changes. So if you haven't played Apex in a while, you might be rusty just like me, but I, it's worth jumping back in. Had a blast, even though I only won once. Um, it was, it was painful, but I loved it. Good,
0: good. Well, glad to see you're back in.
1: That's Apex
2: Legends in a nutshell. It was painful, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Give me more. Ouch. Give me more. Uh, You know, Larry, you kind
2: of, you kind of look like the new legend.
0: I do. Oh, that is wow. I did not.
1: Wow. (laughs) You may want to hit someone up at respawn because they may owe you a check
0: or two. I gotta
1: go. Yeah, they might
2: owe you some royalties.
0: I gotta go. Have to go look this up because I I remember it was coming and I saw all of the. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I, I remember so um, good I, call out, Kelly. I read all yeah. about the, um, you know, I read all about the the stuff, but I didn't see any of the, any of the screenshots. Mm-hmm. So I have to go take a look at this. Uh, let me see if
1: I,
2: Larry's like, I don't know if you're insulting me. Right oh, now. wait a minute wait, me. a minute. wait a
0: minute. Malik, you're right.
1: That was Kelly who called it, but I agree with Kelly. I just need to grow out the facial hair, you know, get yeah. all, a little scruffier, little and-, and I got to comb yeah, it back
0: and- more. I need to comb it back a little bit more and get some red glasses so i think mm. we have a cosplay for you larry yeah Yeah.
1: that's me uh uh, for people
2: for people listening i would love to hear in the comments whether you know it's on youtube or um on twitter i want to know what your gaming doppelganger is like who do you think you look most like
0: right not Larry, wish, it's, not it's wish you would look most like, but who you actually look most who like.
2: You, let's have some self-awareness, <laughs> yes. um, some honesty. Yeah. Malik, who would your character be?
0: You can't
1: ask these questions on the spot. I got to go back. You know what I will say? And this this has to count because I've been told my entire life that I look like an NBA player. Uh, Ray Allen. Uh, I don't oh, I know really, Ray from Connecticut. Really yeah, University of Connecticut. I yeah. worked with him. Yeah. And I didn't watch basketball, but I, I've always I've been told that I look him. like him. So technically, technically, he's been in Oh, NBA let me take a look here. So,
0: yeah, mm, okay, I could totally see you and Ray Allen. I could totally see you and Ray Allen. I think I may still have Facebook his email. Photo. Maybe I'll email him a photo and say, "Hey, I found your doppelganger working at Microsoft."
1: That would be that would be a full circle moment. It would be justification, you know, a vindication for all the years that people have told me that I look like him. So,
2: you could be like, "He's yeah, from Maryland," but that's okay. <laughs>
0: or he claims <laughs> exactly. he is um you know we haven't uh, one of the things are you guys done because i want to talk about what i'm playing
2: yeah we're, well we're, who's I'm kelly, done.
0: kelly you might as well well kelly who first
1: come on you can't ask me that question i answer yourself yeah oh yeah sorry <laughs> who's your who's your doppelganger kelly
2: i don't know i recently got told i look like may from overwatch
0: well like that you do yeah,
1: <laughs> like, <a blast>.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. you do <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I didn't realize May was from uh, from Rhode Island as opposed to, Yeah, you know. she
2: likes party pizza and coffee milk.
0: <laughs> as, she, as she takes
2: a slot. <laughs> Not oh, sponsored. It's,
0: it's May, May's backstory that we didn't even know. Um, anyway, I've been spending my time in uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm more, I feel like I'm closing in on the end of that. Um, mm-hmm. Curious case, last case of Benedict Fox, which we talked about in an interview last week. I'm playing that uh Ravenlock, which we also talked about last week so I'm, I'm making my way around and i now now i think i gotta get back into apex mm-hmm. now that my doppelgangers is in there yeah so
2: yeah you can right. squat up with us larry if you want
0: i would love to i would love to i mean yeah. it's i haven't played in a while i mean I, I it's been a little bit longer since you've since uh since i've played like like malik but i would love to to go in there i've got i i was in deep for early on for quite some time i was in like doing pathfinder before they changed him up and mm-hmm. now um what am i doing now um Bloodhunda. So we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Bloodhunda. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, last
2: any- time we played Malik carried. We we got a dub and Malik was top notch. No. I will say so.
1: That's not true. It was a total team team effort. Uh, we got the last. team. Were we playing duos, we or, last, or did you, you play? Did,
0: did you have a third?
2: We played duos. I, I believe.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay.
2: There you go. If we if we had a third, sorry. Shout out to our third. <laughs>
0: Oops. <laughs> Significant. Oops. Yeah. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, we're we're working on a few things here. Uh, We're a month away from our showcase event, which uh, we're very excited about in June. I announced last week uh, I'm going to Mexico City. I know you two are going to be down in Los Angeles, right, for FanFest?
1: That's right. Year two of us down in L.A. uh, I I don't know exactly what we're going to be doing. You know, I think we have an idea, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I, would, I, I Kelly, I don't know your thoughts on it, but I will say like last year, mm-hmm. get, getting to go back, and we talked about this ad nauseum, but getting to go back and see uh, a lot of the fans in person, like, especially me being a lifelong fan myself, is just really, it's one of those moments you look forward to where everyone is in the room excited about the future of Xbox. And so I literally wait for this time of the year every single year. So we're only about a month away, actually a month as of today, uh, as of tomorrow, I should say, uh, filming. And so I'm really excited. Kelly, I don't know how, what your thoughts are on it, but I love, I love this. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again.
2: I think that there's duality of like seeing uh, like last year i had content in the show that i had been working on on behalf of a game and it was so cool to see that up on this big screen and feel the energy of people reacting i think i've said this before but the amount of times i punched malik in the shoulder and because i was so excited i was just like i would hit him and be like oh my gosh look at this look at this he's like yeah i'm i'm literally watching it (laughs) but it was just like when you have when you're surrounded by fans and you have that energy like it was just amazing. Like, we do the fanfest trivia, which is in like a fancy studio, and that's a lot of fun. But I don't think anything will ever replace like just being surrounded by yeah. people that are like minded and have the same passion that I do. And my goal for this year is to spend more time with people, like chatting and meeting new folks that are part of the Xbox community. Cause last year we were like, Our schedule was so tight and I ran out, I like stuffed a slider in my mouth and then ran back to do like a voiceover announcement. So I want to make sure that I build in time to really get to know um, some folks. So if you're there and you see us, stop us, make sure you say hi and um, yeah, let us know who you are and I'm looking forward to meeting you
0: yeah and while you guys yeah. are doing in, in la i'll be down in mexico city doing something similar i don't know if i'll have sliders maybe i'll have something else uh yeah. <laughs> but you will we'll also there have you. spots you can go over to news.xbox.com and right at the top there talks about uh, xbox uh game showcase and starfield direct and how you can participate and i think i think it's over i think the oh yeah it looks like uh yep it is it is, it is. you know the, the, it's over yeah well it's not no. we had a contest but. where people would go to la or somewhere so that that part's over
1: a hundred percent. But and and as of listening to this show, um a lot of people will probably be posting that they got um selected because I think that's coming out on the eleventh, uh, which yep. will be after we're yeah. airing this. So yeah. I can't wait. To, I love I love that moment too when uh on Twitter you get to see all the people posting uh, that they got in. I know it's a sweepstakes, we wish we could have everybody in there. But it is, you know, it is exciting to see people. And I just want to like plus one what Kelly said um about experience, you know, meeting more people. But I, I also think it's really important to like soak it in in the moment because you know it was taken away so easily and so it's really easy to be excited and then it's over and you're like oh wow i I didn't get to soak it in so these are great moments to just like be present yeah
0: enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) excuse me um, hey, we've got uh, some news that we want to go over. We've got a couple interview, a few interviews that I was able to do this week around Military Appreciation Month, which is happening right now in the U.S. Here, of course, Xbox is a, has a huge uh, partnership in various levels with the military. But before we get to that, Malik, I think you got some news you want to roll over. Since Jeff isn't here, you're filling in the news, seat, correct? Oh, uh, I don't. Are you ready? I,
1: do I have news? <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you well, ready? I, I, so. I will say, I will say, we just announced that the Xbox May update is finally rolling out uh, with a few new features. Uh, It's been kind of a light news uh, week, but um, that is rolling out. I know a lot of fans have been waiting for this, so it's going to have three main things. Uh, you're going to be able to f- view the Xbox gamer tags of your Discord friends. So last year we announced uh, Discord uh, integration with Xbox, which I know a lot of people were waiting for. I haven't used it yet because I'm kind of Discord illiterate, but I, which I need is to get wild I need because because
0: I know a lot of your the team that you work on are all over Discord. Yes, yes. They all look at
1: me and they're like, Like, you literally work with creators. Why do you not know how to use Discord?" And you know what? Fair point. Uh, so I need to get, <laughs> I need to get on that level. Um, but if you've been waiting to see the the Xbox gamer tag of your Discord friends, that is now out. Um, we have you'll be able to you'll be able to. Uh, There's a new sort and filter options in the Microsoft store on Xbox.com. Of course, we have thousands of games available on the Xbox platform. And so now you'll be able to find new and uh, quicker ways to find those games. And there's a brand new Xbox wireless controller firmware update. I'm going to nothing says excitement
0: like firmware update, gang.
1: That's right. I'm holding this controller because Larry and Jeff and Rebecca and Kelly always get the cool things. And this is a controller that I was able to design years and years ago, which That's is beautiful. like the history of gaming That's an Xbox controller. Um, but there's a new update that allow let me just make sure I get all the all the yeah, options. Those- it uh, there's a bug fix for the controller that disconnects in games when using headphones. So bug fixes mostly. Um, so be sure to get
0: that. Make it. And it's it, when you when you connect, when you turn on your console, it'll probably just prompt you and say, hey, update your firmware. So you hit a button, you put it down, you go get a drink of water, go to the bathroom and come back and it'll be done. There you go. Boom. So not so much that's, news that's this really week. Big news. But you know, we do have uh, yesterday, depending upon when you're listening to this show, uh, on the Thursday, the 11th, ASUS uh, had a great press event where they talked about their new Ally, the 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 the, the Rog Ally. Have you seen this thing, Malik and, and Kelly? Have you seen this little beast? Let me pull it out here.
2: Uh, yeah, I have. I got a sneak idea. peek. It looks like uh, my next favorite gaming device. Yeah,
0: so here it is, right here. Uh, let me go full screen on me so you can kind of take a look at it. And I did. Jeff and I did a great unboxing with the creator uh from asus so you should go check that out that video is up on news.xbox.com but this is a this is a pretty extraordinary device it it runs a full version of windows um it is you know it can run game pass games it can run you know it's it's got it's got your leds i know you guys love so much i'm not an led fan um (laughs) but you can pip it out with all your colors uh it's it's a great device and it's got uh it's 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 i don't know i can't recall the actual price we've got that in the um in the video, but it, it plays, it plays everything. So if you got steam, it plays steam. Let I mean, let me, in fact, it's got a little fingerprint reader on the top here so it can unlock. And Ooh. it's, it's, it goes right. In fact, it still has, it still has halo up. In it. I think you were playing Halo yesterday on it. Malik. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah.
1: I'm listen, handhelds. I love the idea that you're going to be able to play that. You can now play games that are console experiences on, on the go. And so it always gets my vote of, uh of approval, any handheld that comes out. And I do love me some RGB.
0: Yeah, this is. I know you do. Uh, this is it's, so it's an amazing device. I mean, it's 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 full version of Windows, which means you know the EA Play, Ubisoft, uh, Epic Store, all of the games on on your game PC they run here. And you know it's really interesting. I don't know if you've seen this, Kelly. And uh, Kelly, have you had a chance to hold one of these?
2: No, not yet.
0: So in the top here, right over here, is an expansion port. That big, this big mm-hmm. white port right here. Uh, where is it? Right here um and that you can plug actually get this is a separate separate purchase you can get a external gpu which plugs into that and you can kind of see all of the ports in the top here i don't know if it's if it's picking up there oh my
2: gosh i'm gonna be able to do my disney Dreamlight valley duties from anywhere
0: and then you know what's (laughs) even better is this particular one they sent over that's what is rocking Oh, so this, yeah, this is, this is a crazy. (laughs) So you can, you know, when you're, when you're away from home and you're doing your thing, you want a game on the go, you've got it here. You want to take it home and put it on your big screen. You got that too. So Jeff and I, okay enough halo we uh jeff and i did a full unboxing with the creator over uh you can check news.xbox.com it's probably actually in your podcast feed already because i'm jamming the video into the feed so go back and take a look at that but i i wanted to show it off on the show proper because i think it's it's a pretty pretty significant device and kelly i think you're gonna love this thing when you when you have it because it works great laying down when you pull your back
2: yeah, it sounds like um you're gonna give me one. And I'm I'm was, so thankful, Larry. That is just so generous and kind of you.
0: Conversation.
1: I, 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 I heard did. that too, honestly.
0: So I don't
1: mm-hmm. know.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Um <laughs> All right. Uh we we went over some news. We're gonna uh Kelly is gonna do the honors of getting us into some interviews this week. Would you go ahead and do that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so um, as Larry mentioned, it is Military Appreciation Month. So we have three really cool interviews. We have Christopher from the USO, Lawrence, that's going to talk about COD and ranked matchmaking, and then Dan, who is the executive director of Call of Duty. So enjoy.
0: For those of you that don't know, May is National Military Appreciation Month here in the United States. And joining me today is Christopher Plamp, who is the Senior Vice President of Operations and Programs and Entertainment at the USO. Christopher, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Really excited. Uh, you know, you and I were chatting just a moment ago before we started recording about the USO, and there's a lot of folks outside the United States or maybe some folks even inside the United States that don't know what the USO is. Could you start off by telling us a little bit about the, about the program?
3: Absolutely. The USO is a nonprofit organization that was chartered by Congress to support the US military. We've been doing this all the way since uh, 1941, back in World War One. And we support through having over 250 centers around the world where military uh, members and their families can go into and relax. So we also provide entertainment, gaming, which we're going to talk about today, along with a variety of other services throughout all seven continents.
0: Yeah, I mean, you and I haven't had a chance to speak before this interview, but uh, you know, I had the chance to go to—I was in Iraq for a week as as a guest of the USO back in 2009, and it was really a life changing experience for a lot of different reasons. But it's it's it was so great to see the great work that you and the and your entire team and the USO at large does because it's 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 really critical work, isn't it?
3: It absolutely is. And it's one of the reasons that I I got into the nonprofit space and then then came to the USO is because of the impact that we have. Um, I had seen it from the other side as being in the military. But to be able to bring this to the military, who is, who is there serving our country, who is forward in places like Iraq, uh, it, it's absolutely critical. We can give them that little bit of relief, a little bit of time, a little bit of something to do um, other than their military career.
0: And we're going to talk about, as you said, we're going to talk about gaming in just a second. But Christopher, tell us about your journey, uh, You know your background that led you to the USO, if you would, please.
3: Sure. I, I did uh, a little bit over 25 years in the military, uh, in the Air Force as a pilot. Uh, I flew the A-10 uh, Warthog uh, attack aircraft, and then I flew the MQ-1B Predator, uh, one of the drones, um, and got out after 25 years and, uh, and joined the nonprofit space when I, when I saw an ad that meant that I could help veterans. Uh, worked in the veteran space for about six years uh, in veteran employment, trying to get them hired into jobs. And then uh, I, we had a relationship with the USO and of course I knew the USO from my military service. And, uh, and, and, couldn't help but apply for the job and come to to be in my current position.
0: You know, I get a lot of people who tell me every day that they're jealous of me because I work in the games industry, but I, you know, here's a little something that maybe folks don't know. I always wanted to be a pilot, Christopher, so I'm jealous of you. And not only that, you get to, you, you got to pilot the Warthog, which you go look that aircraft up because that <laughs> is, that is a crazy, crazy aircraft. So good on you. Um, yeah, I
3: got very lucky. It was my first choice. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you, out of pilot training, it was like, what do you want to fly? And I'm like, oh, I want to fly the A-10. And it's uh, you're in direct support. Right. And it's much like what we do at the USO. My, our entire job as an, as an A-10 pilot is to go out and support the ground forces and to make sure that they stay safe. Right. That, that's our whole job. At the USO, we are only here to support the military men and women that are out there serving our nation. So it's still the same thing that I was doing, though, in a very, very different way.
0: Well, it's also different when you're when you're thousands of feet up in the air versus face to face with some people as well, isn't it?
3: It is very different.
0: Let's talk about, you know, we, we kind of teased it a little bit a moment ago, but, you know, Xbox has a long history of working with the USO on a lot of different levels. And, and you talked about gaming being important for the for the military folks around the world. Tell us what you've seen, because I've certainly seen, but I want to hear it from you.
3: Well, I'm going to put it two ways. First of all, I'd like to speak about, for me, as a personal experience, I, I was a gamer from, from very young. I mean, I'm a little bit older than the current generation in the military, but uh, grew up even all the way back to, to having Pong and buying an Atari and then working my all the way through to I still play games today. <laughs> um, and for me, it, it was very important. Uh, it, it, it takes my mind away. Um, as I'm going through, I mean, I would fly combat missions over in Afghanistan and then I would sit down and I'd play Tiger Woods golf or something like that. And that was my, my relief from it and mental stress. So, so for us in terms of the USO being able to provide that, especially through the support, like the Xbox has provided, um, we're able to push gaming way far forward. Uh, Xbox has has supported new kits uh, called our rapid response gaming kits that have gone forward with with Navy SEALs to locations that we can't talk about or to Poland and the new forces that are over there supporting the Ukraine um, onto ships. Uh, that are out there uh, in the Gulf that are, that are, again, supporting the operations that we're doing near Ukraine. Um, and, and we push that forward, and this gives them a time to relax. It also provides them a time to connect with other military members or connect with their families back home. It's, what we've seen is every place that gaming is put in, every place that Xbox has helped us put gaming in, has just exploded, and people want more and more of it because of what gaming does.
0: You know, and you talked about all the different levels of gaming and, you know, you and I are roughly the same age. We took two different paths. Um, I wish <laughs> I could have been a pilot. Uh, but, you know, where I do remember playing Pong and it's and it, making those connections. And that sounds like what what game and that's what I observed, what gaming is on the bases, on the on the ships uh, at sea and so forth around the world for for the for the folks that have been deployed, because being away from your family is hard. Um, and absolutely. And it's and you're always
3: trying to make connections. Yeah. You're always trying to make a connection. And what we found is that um, sometimes people want to sit down and play Call of Duty, first person shooter, be themselves and go make it happen. Sometimes yeah. what they want is they want a Super Smash Brothers tournament right. where they're playing with their friends and it's, you know, 100 people are behind them watching and that's great. Other times they want to sit and they want to play. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons for three hours with a small group of people and really get to know them. Every single one of those is different. They're all gaming. Yeah. They're all creating connection. They're all creating relief. They're all helping with their their mental wellness yeah. um, in this very stressful work that is that is being in the military
0: you know when i was in iraq i was there for an iraq band competition which was rock band which folks yeah. may may remember from a few years ago and that's exactly you know none of what you just mentioned but it, but it was relief it was not just playing music and playing a game but it was playing music together with their with their mates you know with three or four people in their band and it, it was it was so great. To, I mean, I'll never forget being in the middle of the Iraqi desert. Uh, it was like 120 degrees outside. And we were in the we were in the canteen and we were playing, you know, living on a prayer. It was crazy. I was it was one of the moments I'll never forget in my life. But it was great to see just for that time where nothing else really mattered, just having fun.
3: Yeah. And, and I brought it up real, real, uh, real quickly earlier, but I, when we were in Afghanistan, I, I was over there six months and, uh, flying, flying strictly nighttime combat missions. So I was flying under night vision goggles every night and I'd come back and now you had the daytime. And so I'm, I'm trying to recover and, and I made it through halo one and halo two during that deployment, uh, <laughs> because I'd go next door. And before I would try to go to sleep, I needed to do something that my brain was not doing. That wasn't combat. Right. That was not sitting there listening to radio calls of people, you know, being shot at or escorting helicopters where people are dying. I needed something other. Yeah. And video games were absolutely it. And I was not the only one. And that has continued through today, even as a veteran, in terms of being able to have that ability to focus on something other than, than other things I might think about or other things I might do. And, and it's a relief that through any form of gaming. Uh, people get and there's many articles there's a great one from your own company at Xbox that talks mm-hmm. about how it promotes mental health in terms of gaming and we see this with the military members time and time again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we and we we you know we've got a, a great article at news.xbox.com that went up just a few days ago which yeah. talks all about that and the relationship yeah. we have with the USO. US. Let's talk a little bit about the rapid response gaming kits that we put together uh, working with you and you you mentioned those a little bit earlier but those have been a real real success
3: haven't they? Oh, they've absolutely been fantastic. So we have had gaming in our centers, uh, these 250 plus centers around the world uh, for quite some time. But um, now we're able to put it places that we never were before. Yeah. And this is really where people need it. These are these are the teams that are way far forward and are in very remote places um, where now we can send them one of these uh, rapid response gaming kits. So you can think of it as, uh, you know, very protected land party that shows up that you can, you can be there and you can set up. And we have right. everything that you need to do, to do gaming across multiple systems. Um, and we have that with, with Xboxes that are in there where they can pull out where we have guaranteed power. They can set them up and they can sit there and they can play. And the feedback that we get has been absolutely outstanding. Matter of fact, our, our biggest problem is, Hey, how do we produce more and more quickly? And, and yeah. Xbox just gave us some more consoles and now we're working on producing them because the demand has been so high. We we just started uh, a great relationship with some of the Navy carriers that are out there and are getting these kits onto the carrier so that when they're afloat for five, six months at a time, uh, they have the capability to game where they never did before. And they can move it around the ship yeah. to different places so that different individuals get a chance to use it.
0: You know, you, you've talked about your history in gaming. Of course, I have one. But, but you know, are you surprised because you, you grew up gaming and maybe a lot of folks didn't? But, but nowadays... A lot of the younger folks in the military, they grew up with this in their hand, didn't they?
3: And that's what it's all Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and I, and I, I have two daughters who, uh, who are now in their 20s and, uh, and we grew up that way. And we yeah. see a lot of family connection done through gaming. Um, I mean, I used to joke because I was really looked at a little strange. I grew up, I played Dungeons and Dragons all through high school and through college. And now all of a sudden my, my daughter's final thesis for high school was a Dungeon and Dragon campaign that she wrote. Um, I mean,
0: it's just, so you must be a proud dad with that, You must be a very proud dad.
3: (laughs) I am a very proud dad. And then we played through it. She played Dungeon Master and we played through it as a family as her final project. But, um, it, these types of things where it's become multi-generational. And we even see that with some of our kids because they will play with their kids back home and they yeah. can do this from overseas with the the Wi-Fi that we put in or the the fast internet and, and they will they will play and still have that connection back home through gaming. Yeah. Um and so it has become this multi generational thing. But the, the younger generation, they know it. This is what they do, this is what they're used to. Yeah. And when we can provide it way far forward, um it's it's as I said, we get tremendous response every time.
0: Now I have to ask you because I know I believe and my notes here said your call sign, I believe, is sponge, right? Yes, my call sign is Sponge. Now, can you give me a little bit of history on that one? And, and is that also your online gamer tag or something similar? Every,
3: every yeah, my gamer tag on every system has Sponge somewhere in it. Right. Um, this was way back when, when I was a lieutenant, I was over in Korea and I was flying. And, and it does come from um, the ability to to hold information. It doesn't come from any sort of fun, oh. uh, fun sort of thing. So um, you're, you're
0: not a bullet sponge.
3: I'm not a bullet sponge. There's a lot of other things. My last name is Plamp. It used to be that if you take a wet sponge and throw it against a wall, it sounds like Plamp. when you I hit. It. But that wasn't it either.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. You know, it it almost changed once uh, due to, to doing a pretty funny thing happening. Um. But no, it's been that way for about 33 years now. It is in my gamer tag every <laughs> six one, every one, along with my. Uh, my forward Air Control number, which is the number that I flew under for years and years, which was right. six two. So right. normally you'll see Sponge six two out there, and, and that will be me and my tag. But it's okay. it's from that fighter pilot call sign.
0: That is good to know. Listen, uh, Christopher, I know you. I know you got to go. This has really been great to learn a little bit more about the USO. What what can folks do if they want to help support the USO? Perhaps if they're not in the military, they have or they know someone in the military.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The the easiest way is to go onto our website, uso.org. Mm-hmm. Um, it has all the information about the USO. It talks about all of our programs. It talks about um, how we are as a nonprofit. It also gives you many ways to participate, whether that's by providing a donation, um, it, which obviously supports us around, but also about volunteering and other ways to get involved. So again, I would go to uso.org. Um, it's very simple to get to. It'll show up and it'll give you everything that you need. All
0: right. Christopher Plamp, you are the Senior VP of Operations Programs and Entertainment there at the USO. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for telling us a little bit about what it means for Xbox to be in the field with uh, some of of the, the men and women of the military. Appreciate your time today.
3: Thank you so much for having me on. And again, thank you, Xbox, for all the support that you're providing to the USO
0: call of duty season 3.5 is available right now it dropped earlier this week and joining me is lawrence Metton who's the associate director uh for design at treyarch lawrence great to see you again you and i actually have a history
4: yeah it, it's been a minute but uh <laughs> we did some stuff together back in the day on halo yeah it's great to see you again. tell us tell us a little bit about you know your work
0: and how you ended up over there on the call of duty franchise because that's really exciting
4: yeah, I mean, I, I came up through Microsoft back in the day, uh, I made some Kinect games, and I worked on Halo for a long time, uh, and now really excited to be uh, on Call of Duty at Treyarch, working on things like Rank Play and getting to collaborate with all the, all the awesome COD studios has been super fun.
0: All right, so let's talk about it. Call of Duty uh, Warzone 2.0 Season 3 Reloaded has new content. It's available for, for Spec Ops, Multiplayer, Battle Royale, and there's plenty to be excited about. So let's talk about it. Tell, let's go high level. What are some of the updates that we can that are now available?
4: Well, yeah, the, the big thing we're really excited to talk about is Warzone Ranked Play is yeah. finally here. This has been something we've been working on for a long time. It's a multi-year multi-studio collaboration between our rank play group at Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Raven Studios. We're super excited that it, it's in players' hands now this week. Um, and I mean, at a high level, this is a, a mode tailored for competitive play. So yeah. we have Battle Royale rules and settings um, that I, I can share details about what those are. We have a, a skill rating and skill division system uh to really evaluate who's kind of the best of the best uh and are excited to see who kind of climbs those divisions and, and works their way into uh we have a top 250 division. Wow at the very top for the best of the best. I'm probably not going to get anywhere close to that, but I'm excited to see who does. Uh, we have a bunch of rewards players can earn as they progress their progress their rank and uh, complete seasonal challenges. Um, And we've gone uh, really deep with what we call competitive integrity features that keep uh, the experience kind of fair and frustration-free. It's a pretty big offering um, and uh, excited to finally have Ranked coming out in Warzone this week.
0: Tell us, you kind of went through it a little bit, but tell us a little bit about the philosophy behind Ranked Play for Call of Duty.
4: Yeah, so... Um, this year, we've brought out uh, an updated ranked framework for both multiplayer and now Warzone. Um, we've actually built our ranked structure this year with both MP and Warzone in mind. So it was important to us that it felt like a franchise uh, skill system, franchise rank system, familiar skill divisions in both multiplayer and Warzone familiar ranking system in both modes. If you've played Modern Warfare 2's rank play mode that came out earlier in Season 2, um, you will kind of have a, a baseline understanding of what to expect in Warzone. But the system has been tailored for Battle Royale. Uh, we're not just copying and pasting the the MP experience over. We have a brand new skill rating system that allows players to earn and lose points on a, on a game-by-game basis based on their performance. Um, a handful of rewards they can earn exclusive to Warzone uh, and and a lot of awesome uh, BR only features that we're that we've gone out with this week.
0: Lawrence, there's a lot of thought that you put into to ranked in, in ranked play here. Tell us what you're most proud about what you and the team have worked on.
4: Yeah, I, I think we're. We're super excited to see the energy around rank play this year in both MP and Warzone. Excited to have a skill-based system finally coming out in, in Warzone, something for our more competitive players to grind towards, uh, measure themselves against. Uh, we think we've built a system that is accessible for all Warzone players, whether you're kind of competitive skewing or or really good or not. Like I think there's something for everybody in rank play. But it's, it's really important to us that it holds up at the highest level, that our best players are bubbling up to the top of the system, feeling celebrated, feeling like they have rewards they can work towards. Um, and if, it, if there's one piece maybe I'm, I'm most excited about, it's that top 250 skill division. So yeah. the top 250 players in the world are going to be put in this really exclusive division. Uh, there are only 250 spots. There's a leaderboarding game that everyone can view. Um excited to see who our first player is on the leaderboard because everyone has to grind up from bronze. So right. it's gonna take a while for players to get up there. And there's a bit of a, a race to to be the first on the leaderboard. And then who's gonna end uh our shortened beta season in that number one spot? It should be an awesome battle. Wow. Well, uh, and we actually have an exclusive one of a card, one of a kind calling card and emblem for whoever finishes in that top spot. So uh, i right. excited to see who that You're is.
0: gonna look for. I can tell you who's not gonna have it, and that's me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I wish. <laughs> I wish the best of luck to whoever's gonna whoever's gonna grab that thing. There's so much thought and and care put into Call of Duty and, and and the design and all elements of the dime. But I'm so thrilled that you're working on ranked play right now, and I really appreciate you sharing the philosophy. Uh, you know, for you and the team behind it. Any any last final words before I let you go, Lawrence?
4: Yeah, just want to say thanks for having us on and, and getting the chance to talk about Ranked at, uh, at Treyarch. Uh, and across all the studios, we really care about our competitive community and excited to have uh, a new experience out for MP earlier in the year and, and finally have Warzone Ranked Play coming out for players. And excited to see how people react. Uh, get at us if you have any feedback. We'll be watching and listening uh, and making tweaks as, as we need to make sure this is the definitive uh, Warzone Ranked Play experience.
0: In honor of Military Appreciation Month, which is happening right now in the United States, we have Captain Dan Goldberg, Executive Director of Call of Duty Endowment and former Navy Captain. If you're a former Navy, I think you're always a Navy Captain, Dan. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm always. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you on. I mean, the Call of Duty Endowment is a pretty incredible, um, incredible um organization that you've been working on for a decade now. Tell us a little bit about it for those folks that, that maybe not maybe aren't aware of it.
5: Yeah, so the Call of Duty Endowment is, to our knowledge, the largest private funder of veteran employment in the U.S. and the U.K. Um, we search for, find, and fund the highest performing nonprofits in the U.S. and the U.K. who place vets and jobs, and our grantees uh, do it at one thirteenth the cost of the U.S. federal government to place a veteran job with much higher quality outcomes. So today we've placed, uh, we funded the placement over one hundred thousand, excuse me, one hundred eighteen thousand veterans into high quality jobs, having an economic impact of about six point nine billion for them and their families. Uh, and it's really important because underemployment, particularly, is a real epidemic for veterans. Um, about sixty percent of veterans cite themselves as being underemployed. That means they're working beneath their training and experience. And so our goal has been not just to get them any job, but to get them high-quality jobs, ones that are full-time and that are uh, paying a living wage um, and that they stay in. That's good for them. That's good for their employers. Um, And, you know, a a job is, is more than a paycheck. It's a sense of purpose. And we think that almost every veteran needs that. And if they have that sense of purpose, it prevents a lot of other uh, bad things from happening, and it gives them a chance to really continue contributing to their companies, or employers, and their communities.
0: You know, you talked about you—you you kind of hinted at the top there. You talked about it's not just a U.S.-based uh, function. In fact, you're you're over there in the UK right now, right? This is right. This has far-reaching implications, and the organization really is global, isn't it?
5: Absolutely. So, um, we've been here over the UK uh, for many years. Uh, every year, we're able to have even greater impact. We've Two fantastic partners here, Walking with the Wounded and the Forces Employment Charity. Um, To date, our efforts have placed over 2,000 British veterans into jobs, and uh, we're trying to do more every year. Uh, Looking forward to it. We're over here actually uh, supporting uh, the uh, UK's Army-Navy rugby match called the Babcock Trophy this weekend uh, to really get the awareness out to the British military community about the help that is free to every veteran um, uh, all exporters in the UK, uh, we, we're here for them and we wanna help them land as high quality jobs as we do in the
0: US. Let's talk about loot for good, because that's really you know, one of the many things you're here to talk about, but let's talk about loot for good. And I got a little trailer here, Tell, explain this while I roll some of the video if you would please.
5: In-game activation in DMZ where every, and it just ended, uh, where uh, everyone who exfilled more than 30,000 of in-game currency uh, w- w- was able to turn that into a donation to the Call of Duty Endowment. So each expo of that amount resulted in one dollar uh, to the Endowment, um, up to ten dollars per person, and then uh, for max, which I'm p- pleased to hit to announce that we hit of a million dollars donated from Activision to the Call of Duty Endowment. Every cent of which will go to place the vets into jobs. So this will result in more than 1,600 veterans getting jobs uh, through this really fun in-game activation. We also had a great partnership. Uh, with war hippies, uh, a, a, a navy and marine excuse me, an, an army and marine combat that two man band, they're really incredible. That was the music in the trailer.
0: Yeah, and you can, we're showing a little bit here, and I don't have the music up because I, you know, because I know we're chatting with you. But this is yeah. a really great opportunity for people to to participate, with, you know, from home and doing something they're yeah. already doing, which is playing the game, right?
5: Absolutely. Um, you know, incorporating our community into events like Loot for Good is a big part of the endowment success. Uh, We're able to raise money along with awareness just by asking players to participate. So just asking for money is kind of limited. Asking fans to play for a good cause has been really successful in building this awareness and continued, it's kind of a flywheel, continued involvement from the community. We we have such a supportive community financially and morally uh, to the cause. and, And we think the end game uh activations like this like we've done historically uh in the past like veterans last year um and and, and then for a uh, code medical heroes the year prior to that it's just the numbers have been overwhelmingly positive and, and so is the response
0: we're seeing a little bit of the new new video that you had out this week as well which is really looking great and one thing i want to talk about and we kind of see some some of the some of the the, the female soldiers here is I know the Call of Duty Endowment Fund recently released a policy paper on the issues that female veterans face as they transition out of the military. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what your team is doing to empower uh, female vets?
5: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff to unpack here. So um, speaking of pack, uh, the pack sales, uh, in-game sales like you're seeing, what you're seeing is a trailer for the Valkyrie pack, which will go live uh, later this month. Um, Across all the packs we've done in-game for Call of Duty, For the Call of Duty endowment through Call of Duty, we've raised over twenty-seven million dollars over the years to place more than forty-five thousand vets and jobs. Every cent we raise through these in-game packs um, put uh, goes to putting vets and jobs. And um, you know, like we mentioned before, um, uh, you know, it's just incredible, incredible community support that makes this all possible. During Military Appreciation Month each year, which is May, we go big. It's not just a single day; we have a whole month. To you know, have fun, engage the community, but also talk about something really meaningful. In um, this year's topic, we wanted to focus on was women veterans. And so you can see, for instance, in the pack, um, the focus is on, uh, on definitely on women veterans. Uh, the, the term of itself, Valkyrie, is an allusion to that. Um, you know, women veterans are the fastest growing satur- segment of the veteran population. Uh, they represent about ten percent of veterans, but more than seventeen percent of the operating force, and that number is getting. A little bigger every year. Um, at the same time, they're two to three times more likely to be unemployed than male vets six months after service. And yeah, it, it, it's kind of complex and, and vexing because they also have they tend to have higher levels of education and training than than male vets a lot of times because over the years women have been more in the support functions, which have um, a direct uh, correlation to civilian jobs. So everything tells you they should be doing better than they are. So we wanted to highlight the fact that this is a problem and also highlight in this policy paper, some, some practical solutions to to change the situation. Um, you know, we, we can and should do better for women vets. Um, and I'm proud to say our grantees, um, the, the, the 10 organizations that we fund, uh, currently, um, really do a great job at this. They place women vets in the jobs that double their rate in the veteran population. It's so important for not just female vets, but for all vets, to really ask for help. Um, again, that underemployment rate I, I, I mentioned earlier is just a real shame. Veterans are one of the most underemployed populations in, in, in the US and the UK. Um, but if that's women vets and all vets just to do two things, their options are so much more greatly expanded. So, and those two things are this, get professional help creating your resume, get professional help practicing interview skills. If you do those two things or two to three times, more likely to land a high-quality job, one that's well-paying, one that you're likely to stay in because it's a good fit between you and the company, one that's likely to be full-time work. And our grantees are providing those services for free. Veterans should never, ever, never, ever pay for uh, these services. Um, Our grantees can be accessed um, by going directly to them, by clicking on the Partners tab on our website, or you can get direct help through our website, callofdutyendowment.org, you go there and you click on the veteran support tab and it'll connect you directly with one of our grantees who will help you get there. Um, it's it's hard for a lot of veterans to ask for help, uh, but if you're just wanting to take that step, you're gonna be so much better off.
0: Dan, I, I, you know, before I let you go, I wanna talk a little bit more about what, you're, what what's next for the Call of Duty now, but I also wanna recognize that the endowment's 10 years old. You started it in 2013 and that is that is extraordinary, the, the, the impact you've had in, in just a decade.
5: Well, believe it or not, so it's a little older than that, even. That's how long I've been there. But Oh, you've been there 40, straight there, okay. 2009. Well, you've had a heck of an impact <laughs> in 10 years. <laughs> well, no, but it's really interesting um, because, honestly, for the first four years, the impact was pretty small. It was about 1,000 vets place. And I'm so glad you asked the question because in 2013, we put in place the system we call the Seal of Distinction. We right. partner with Deloitte to vet our possible grantees. And that was kind of our hockey stick moment. So, again, first four years. um you know, about 1,000 placements. Uh, next uh, 10 years, 100 uh, 117,000 placements. And that's because we, we have this incredible vetting model to find the highest performing nonprofits. We don't care about their brand. Uh, we don't care about, um, you know, their name recognition. We care about how good are they at placing as many veterans with the high quality jobs as possible. And this approach identifies the best performers. We fund them and we help them grow. Uh, we monitor them on a quarterly basis to ensure they're hitting their performance targets. And we, if they're not, we help them get there. And if they really right. can't get there, we don't work with them anymore and we find other partners. It's it's a business-minded approach, but it really, really works. And uh, that's what enables us to really place vets and do great jobs at one thirteenth the cost of the federal government.
0: Well, first of all, congratulations to you on a decade of work there. And, of course, the team has been at it much longer. What's, what's next for the Call of Duty Endowment Fund?
5: Yeah, well... I, I, Happy to talk about this. One thing I have to say, which I haven't, yeah. is I got to thank the Call of Duty community for its incredible and consistent support. This would not be possible without it. Um, it really does, you know, take a, a cast of thousands to make this make this work. We also have incredible support from our devs and uh, our studios and our publishing partners um, in every function you can imagine. They all come together uh, to make this work. Um, and you know, the fact that Activision Blizzard takes care of covering all of our operating costs. That means every cent we raise goes directly to putting vets in jobs. It's a pretty rare thing. Um, as far as the future, you know, we're, we're going to keep doing what we can um, to raise more money because more money in more vets placed in good quality jobs. So that that's really important. Um, you know, we also want to, after all this time, finding a model that works and having years and years of data proving it works. We'd love to see the federal government start supporting some of these efforts as well. Um, you know, quite frankly, the, the Department of Labor spends 175 million a year on placing bets and jobs, and the number of the bets they place every year with that amount gets less and less each year. It's a real problem. The government would be much better off placing the, those bets on the nonprofits we fund. We'd, we'd be able to really solve this veteran
0: employment. Well, it sounds like problem. you're do, It sounds so, like you're doing what the U.S. government is doing, but you're doing it more efficiently and faster and better.
5: For sure, we're a lot more agile. We're a lot more tuned to the market and are tuned to the veterans and yeah. what the needs are. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. But you know, it's a labor of love, and the, the community is really ra- rallied behind this, and, and we couldn't be more proud.
1: All right, thanks to all of our interviewees uh, for giving us all that information, especially mi- Military Appreciation Month. Yep. Uh, always excited to see us supporting uh, our troops.
0: Yeah. Great ways to do it. So thank you for all the, as, as Malik said, thanks to all the guests for joining us. We've always got something going on with the show. We're lining up interviews for, uh, for the next future weeks. I want programming note that we talked earlier in the show about the showcase. We will not have a podcast the two weeks leading up to the showcase so that you guys can, you know, spend the time on the internet trying to figure out what's going to happen. So we, we're just going to, we're going to step back and let you all do the chatter on that one. So just a little bit of a note, but we'll be with you for a few more weeks. what a show what a show uh malik anything you want to say before we wrap up and let you guys get we all got to get back to work
1: i know yeah that I, i don't want to say
0: that sucks but I just enjoy
1: time have we decided a, a like a, a podcast family name for the listeners i think i talked about this before the the major nelsonites what do we want to what do we want to call them i just want to say this it's really great to spend time with the xbox community every week and if i'm not on the podcast listen to it all you major nelsonites out there wow. uh there yeah you go. You be just sure did to it. eat your vitamins say your prayers
0: and drink your milk well hold on a minute you know what i just realized kelly yeah you know who's you know who's missing from the show today
2: Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> where's your, where's your uh, vacuum? Brooklyn, the
1: I don't know. Honestly, I haven't used it. I, I could use it because like my, you know, my place. Because it, it's
0: just, so cluttered in there. Is that, you can't find it.
2: Listen, <laughs> you,
1: you know, you don't know what you can't see. Let me tell you, there's a uh, mess all around in this place that the camera can't see. <laughs> it's,
0: all, it's all what the matter is the camera. see. anyway.
1: Yeah. California. No Brooklyn,
2: no old man, old man Jack appearances. Uh, it's been huh? uh, a quiet pod so yeah, far. It's,
0: yeah, that's the way it goes. Sometimes yeah, he's, so you, he's you, sleeping. You get you your your puppy's there. Is your puppy there?
2: Yeah, he's snoozing uh right
0: off camera here. Like oh,
2: he just poked his head up a little bit.
5: There he is. Good. (laughs) Oh, there he is. But
2: yeah, he's uh he's snoozing. I will say a funny thing, um, as I'll always tell a jack story, but he recently went to the vet and got new arthritis medicine. And so every morning I would give him his pill and he would put it in his mouth and I would walk away. And yesterday he was being so grumpy and like mooing and just like all day. And I mm. was like, what is your problem? This morning I found a little pile of his pills I've been giving him <laughs> under my rug. So like he would put it in his mouth and then and not actually take yeah. it and he would go bury it. And he yeah. keeps. I was like, no wonder you're not feeling well. You're just burying all your medicine. So how are you giving so it I, to I him now? To wrap it. Yeah, I gotta wrap it in a cheese ball now. It's yeah, to me.
0: Cheese so, cheese ball. Yeah. Oh
2: <laughs> cheese
1: ball. That, that happens. My at least at least Jack does that. Gunner, I I put it in his mouth. My my dog is, is fourteen and, and is pretty old too. And I have to like just hold his his mouth closed and then he'll just like use his tongue to stick it out the side like out the side and so it just falls it <laughs> out. You, you know you know what you need
0: to do when you if you need to put it in their throat when you stick it, just kind of rub the bottom like that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. He's really smart, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like Jack. All right.
2: I'm like, you have a lot of gusto for an old man. Like you make me carry you upstairs, but like when it comes to taking medicine, you'll fight me like (laughs) (laughs) like an MMA fighter. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's funny.
1: But
2: anyway those are my parting words um be thank good you. take your meds all
0: right uh, malik <laughs> and, uh, and kelly uh thank you guys for keys. dropping in i may have you back in the coming weeks because we got schedules yeah. are so crazy with rebecca and jeff and myself i mean frankly they, you know we're getting to the point sometime when i'm gonna you know not gonna be able to join the show because i'm gonna be busy and you guys are gonna have to do the show i'll be you know i'll be gone but uh Ooh, well, that was not,
1: very lion walk. king uh mufasa simba handing that was like wow that was deep I don't know. It's a Lion King reference. Sorry.
0: I I know what it is. I know what it is. You know, we'll find it. We'll find a place for uh, for you guys to, you know, get together so you can have your own kind of show. But anyway, I want to thank everybody that downloaded and and commented on the show. Like Kelly said earlier, you're liking, subscribing, doing all the stuff that helps that algorithm pop on the top. Hey, you're here because you want some Xbox news. All right. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. That's why we're here. We'll be back next week. I don't know who's going to be here. Maybe I'll be here. Maybe Jeff will be here. Maybe Rebecca, maybe
4: Malik, maybe Kelly, maybe all of us. I just don't know, but we'll be here. We'll see you guys next time. Bye Bye, everybody.